Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. Woohoo! Episode 92. I got nothing. Yeah, yeah I was going to say no. one before 93. I'm saving all my so jokes okay. for 100. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Oh, he did. And got lost. And, and it was real. He's, <laughs> yeah, he was a douche. <laughs> Screw that guy. Speaking of the opposite of Columbus, all of you. Hey. Being the, well, except for Hollis, being the native inhabitants of your nation, taking care of your own problem, not needing some. Like, Least from the same continent. That's true. Be like if Columbus discovered Norway or something. Yes. <laughs> and they were like, what are you doing here? And he was like, this I is claim this house. land and the name. I, I like that he goes Do you have and a flag? He's like, he's like this must be this. <laughs> Do you have a flag? And he goes there and he's like, yes, it's the Far East Indies. Oh, you speak a language. That's not what I was expecting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't, to be fair, I don't think he noticed the difference. I think they had no. flags, though, so they were covered. Yeah. Yeah, they had a flag. The Norwegians are incredibly uh, kind and good-hearted people. We love the Norwegians. The flags. They, they make amazing flag. audio gear. Anyway. This is so weird. <laughs> they do. What are we even doing? I don't know. Not finding Kelru is what we're doing, or sure. what we did. When Ugh. last we'd left our heroes, our party had uh, made their way into the, was it the House of Forbidden Wisdom? Something cool. Like oh, yeah, that. it was the cool. Vault of Forbidden yeah. Wisdom. Yeah, Vault's way cooler the than vault. House. That was a cool place. Yes, into the Vault of Hidden Wisdom, you had found a deactivated clockwork servant. He was just kind of sitting there doing his thing. You had organizing found books. Organizing books. Books which happened to uh, contain a couple journal papers left over from a, uh, a certain Kennedy. Oh, yeah. Our home dude. There's so many K names in this one with Comic, Kennedy, Kelru. Yeah. Tripping over things. Uh, so the third K name guy. He had uh, left a couple notes behind, but you guys had decided, you know what? We're going to circle around the outside of this and uh, make our way deeper. We're going to take the safe side, the Nethys, the healing side of the Nethian church here. Which you're going to hope is the safe side. And then you got back there and you found uh, a couple of, of aeons, beings of pure, unfathomable Weirdness. And, yeah. It was cool. They were, they were, they were creepy like, and weird. They were like the ultimate balancers of things. Yeah. The balance of the universe. Yeah. That's what they embody. Yep. So they did bad or good, depending on what the world needed. And they proceeded to punch us and try to, like, what was it, take away our futures? Like, like Grey Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, they, they gave you a flash which showed you all of the potential futures that uh, lie yeah, in yeah. store for you all at once. I think Sudi was the only one that kind of fell prey to it, where he was just... Yeah. It's like, maybe I could see what potential future I have, but all the rest of you saw visions of being crushed by stones or torn apart by beasts or stabbed by people. Yep. Well, that's just next week. Well, (laughs) if I'd really thought about it, I would have uh, made a collection of, well, eh, it probably would have been too much information, made a collection of various upcoming encounters where it's just like, and then you you could die in the next coming encounter. And then you have a vision of buzzsaws coming out of the wall. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, ugh. We're not looking for the Holy Grail. Gosh. Not yet. We get, that, we get to the, the room where they start shooting the darts out of the, the walls. Although I will say, single-handedly, in any of in any of those tomb-raiding things, that was the single-handed most just ridiculous trap. Because even if you did what you were supposed to do, you still failed. You still had to roll forward. Yeah, you had to yeah. roll forward, which made no sense because it's like, yeah, you ducked over the first one, but then it's like, oh, okay, but even if you bow, you still get a buzzsaw to the face unless you roll. Yeah. What sort of person goes, oh, in the presence of God, I need to do a forward roll. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? In he likes, specific religion, it's possible. He likes Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And thou shalt do acrobatics in my name. <laughs> Keep pressing the dodge button until you either run out of stamina or figure out what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> So following defeating them... We leveled up. 
Yeah, well, actually, yes. The party Yay. did garner enough experience from that to gain a level. So I guess we'll just take a quick second to... Uh, well, actually, I don't even know if you guys are going to put any of this stuff to use. Well, here, let's do this. Jess, one cool thing you got from this level up. Opposition research. I now don't have illusion as an opposed school. Awesome. Nice. Jordan? Uh, Living Monolith got a, an ability called Tomb Sight, which is a new supernatural ability I can do to, to as long as I concentrate, get the benefits of Death Watch and Tech Undead. Wow. Boom. Okay. I, you, see, uh, I see dead people. Did you, take, <laughs> did you take a note of that, Jessica? <laughs> Now, <laughs> can't you see if we're dying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, I yeah. think this might be undead. Can't you see? So yeah. <laughs> yeah. this will definitely come up in the future of me forgetting that I have Tomb Sight. Yeah. Rachel? I get now 5d6 sneak attack. Always a good thing. To that get seems unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe from that side of the screen. <laughs> Ooh. Next level, some rogue stuff's going to be good. That's true. She'll get the first of her advanced talents next Oh, level. opportunist. And I get another rogue's edge. Another? Oh, nice. I have fifth level spells. Yeah. What'd you Which do? means I can raise y'all's asses. I didn't remember. I didn't pray for one, but I'm in the event. Say, you guys don't have 5,000 gold <laughs> I didn't pieces. I pray for one, but well, like, I could. There's no point in her having it if we don't have the material component for know, it, so it makes funny. sense to not prepare it. <laughs> what? Uh, if we had the gold or whatever. Diamond what, dust. What fifth level spells are you excited for? Some of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oddly specific. There are some fifth level spells. Well, there's a bunch of them, but I only have like two, so I have flame strike. Ooh, flame oh, strike. Oh, you could just say flame strike. You should have Come just led with flame strike. Flame strike. Sure. I love. I, I spam love some flame strike. That's yeah. a great spell. Flame strike. Flame strike. I too have higher level <laughs> monsters. Excellent. You, Tell you us who, what they are. Yes, please. It's always convenient <laughs> that it, when we level up, every monster in the game levels oh, up, too. Oh, we gotta level up? Great. <laughs> We're I playing Skyrim rules. I more powerful. It's, what is this? It's Skyrim rules. Let me just say that at some point in the near future, there will be a mummy. Okay, well... It is called mummies. Oh, a mummy with class know, levels. It, would, it would be really funny though. Is that like as soon as we get the mummies, the mask of the Fraught and Pharaoh, we never fight a mummy ever again. Pocketep's <laughs> actually a ghost. Anyway, uh, oh, no. he's a banshee. It doesn't make sense, but he is. Yeah, it's true. You're not an elf or a woman. What's going on? <laughs> Magic. <laughs> Magic. He may not be a banshee, but he possibly has that prepared. No. Uh, oh, no, thank you. So yeah, as we pick back up with our heroes, the six of you counting the avians. Uh, yeah, someone. Yeah. Stand in a uh, triangular-shaped chamber, having uh, defeated your your two opponents here, the aeons that were present. I believe we were going to go down the destruction side because it seems like it just all loops around. The hall that you'd taken had uh, looped around the central room, which seemed to have been the kind of the study chamber. So you're under the impression that maybe the two other passages then circle around and loop back on themselves as well. Yeah. But you don't know. We'll just check. So I assume, uh, I think Citra was taking points since I said your trap water would only work if you're using the magnifying glass if you're within five feet. Yes. And then I'm right behind her. Okay. The party exits this chamber. A room, if I can uh, reiterate here. It was weirdly shaped. Yeah, it was like yeah. triangular. Triangular shaped room filled with long racks of dusty papyrus scrolls which lined the surrounding walls in this uh, this triangular shaped chamber. And I think someone made a check or checked it or looked at a couple of them to notice that they seem to be a variety of different architectural plans. Yeah. So yeah, which got you guys excited. Yeah. Maybe. Just a sec. Yeah, but Maybe. we don't have time to research right now. We gotta find Kelru. Yep. Maybe. You step out of here back into the darkened hallway. The hallway continues ahead of you, making its way into the chamber where you had found the clockwork servant 
the lighter gray hallway stretching off towards your left, the darker gray, almost charcoal colored hallway stretching off towards your right, turning down this darkened path. Your light continues to play off the surrounding walls, off the hieroglyphs that cover them from floor to ceiling, depicting a variety of different ancient Osiriani prayers to Nethys. You'd seen these mirrored in the other hallways behind you, but these are substantially different. It is much less of the Nethys bless our crops, Nethys provide for our people, Nethys give strength to our buildings, Nethys heal our wounded, take care of our sick, and much more Nethys crush our foes, Nethys tear down their buildings, Nethys bring plague and destruction to them. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it's very much the uh, the light side and dark side of the force kind of a thing. Yes. I was thinking, what is it, Shiva? Ah, uh, yeah. Crater oh, and Destroyer? Yeah, Crater and Destroyer. Yeah. Here's a garage. You don't like your garage? Foosh. <laughs> um, you make your way only a short distance down this passage before it branches. The passage, in essence, ends here uh, with a single hallway. It turns at a 90 degree angle and continues off towards your left. But then at a 45 degree angle off of the end of this, it stretches away, kind of branching off towards your right hand side and making its way further. As you look down towards your left, you can see that the hallway continues for about the same length that the hallway on the other side did. So again, it seems to be mirroring it where there's a room in the center and then there's this hallway that just loops around the outside. And you can see that that intersects with the uh, other hallway from when you first came in. So if you'd gone left when you first came in, you would have come into this hallway. And that one also has a hallway that branches off of it at a 45 degree angle. So again, that ancient Osirian love of symmetry to room designs and hall designs. There is, however, if you make your way left, halfway between here and the other turn that would take you back to the beginning, a single archway on the right-hand side Ooh. leading off somewhere else. So at the moment, right. you have a hallway that's immediately off towards your right that goes for a distance and then turns and you can't see further. And then a hallway all the way down at the other end that seems to mirror the one next to you, although you don't know if they connect. I still just want to go okay. down the archway. Well, then we leave that big old hallway behind us. It's a hallway, though, not a... They probably reconnect. Maybe. We don't know. Yeah, but I don't want to leave the, the archway. Which one was the archway on? The center. The, the center of the hallway. Center so hallway. if we're not trying to leave something behind us, we need to be taking that 45 degree angle by the by the triangle room. Okay. Right? Because that's what we usually do. Is yeah, as we, as we clear, as we hit a new room, okay. we go to the side and do it. So hold off on the archway. Let's go down the 45 degree hall. Okay. So you take the branch off here? Yep. Yeah. The one that's closest to the triangle room. Where we just fought the scary things. Citra, you turn. Oh, God. You take point making your way down this hall. With Roll my, save. With my fancy magnifying glass. With your eye to the floor in front of you, paying no attention to the path ahead. Oh, no. No, uh, I figure it's kind of like the, the lens of truth from Zelda, where you just hold it up and... Look can, through it with yeah. your eye. <laughs> no, no, it's just a magnifying glass. Yeah, yes, no. But it's... That's how I imagine it. Let me have this. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me what it looks like. It definitely looks exactly like the lens of truth. It's also head. fake, so it's imagination. Here you go. The hallway stretches ahead of you, and you make your way down towards the end of it. It seems to open up. Open up might be a bit of a misnomer. It seems to lead into a small chamber, not substantially larger than the hallway that you're in. Maybe 10 feet at a side. Just a small kind of antechamber or offshoot. I check for all the traps. As you begin to approach towards the end of the hallway, go ahead and make me a perception roll. Is it danger? Yeah, sure. Curse you, dice. It is danger, said the big voice in the sky. Just for danger, okay. And I get a plus five from the lens. No, See. it's not within five feet of you. Oh, no. Oh. Just a perception <laughs> roll. 
Oh, just a perception Just roll. a perception okay. With your danger sense. You're noticing danger, maybe. Sorry, there are five qualifiers any time that Citra has to make a perception roll. It's true. <laughs> it's true. true. That is, that is, is it danger? Is it a trap? That is, that is the rogue's burden. <laughs> is it within five feet of me? I got a 23. That's low for That's you. with a poor roll. Yeah. I know. I rolled a seven. Yeah. Sad. Sad for you. As you approach the end of this hall, as you approach the room here, you reach the edge, you kind of glance in, and then you stop. For a moment, you think that there's a figure in the room. Then for a moment, you think that there's a statue. Why not both? <laughs> and then you wonder if it's both. Oh, okay, model that's in there. A statue stands off to the side. It's not on a pedestal. It's not on a planet or anything. It just stands. It's not stone, but entirely metallic. It's covered in a variety of different metal plates to give it an appearance like you've seen of, you don't see it much here. Um, in fact, you've probably never seen it outside of picture books, but akin to like the plate metal that knights would wear in distant Taldor, like these metallic plates covering it, except for its head is this metallic helmet in the shape of a jackal. Ooh. Oh, man. And it carries what appears to be a fine bronzed kopesh. Cool. The entirety of this uh, thing seems to be made of interlaced bronze plates. And as you stare at it, you can see seams and gaps as your light plays over it. And just beneath the surface, hundreds, thousands of cogs and gears and clockwork mechanics built inside of this suit of armor. Cool. Oh, so it's like it's like a it's a clockwork soldier. Another inevitable paladin one. thing. Oh, I hope it's not inevitable. That'll be bad. You may make a knowledge arcana. The hallway is not wide enough for more than one person to see right now. Oh, uh, I got a 24. With a 24, after, I think it was Hollis that identified the other one. Uh, maybe? Probably? Yeah. You've heard of things like this before. You'd spent some years delving into, they are not incredibly common in the tombs of the ancient. Most of the pharaohs of old relied on magical constructs and beings, stone golem, the pantheon golems that you'd seen previously, much like the one that you fought in the, or what is it, uh, Guardian? Oh, yeah. Graven Guardians, yeah. much like you fought at the Temple of Nethys as well as whenever you were exploring the uh, Sepulchre of the Servant. But here, however, you guess the priests of Nethys had decided to take a different tack. This is a clockwork soldier. Oh, Cogs and gears visible in the gaps of metallic creatures' armor, and it wields a pole arm as it stands ready and at attention, eternally at attention. The Clockwork Soldier is a mechanical mercenary that fights to the death for its creator. With the ability to wield most weapons with full proficiency, Clockwork Soldiers are versatile and wholly unpredictable foes. Uh, most are armed with magical weapons, halberds being the most common armament. Clockwork soldiers are among the most efficient constructs of their kind. They are ideal for sentry and guard duty with a 24, correct? Correct. You know that this is a construct with the clockwork subtype. In addition to that, you can go ahead and ask two questions. How do I get it to stand down? <laughs> uh, that's probably to the I thing. know. How do I turn it off? Uh, I would, yeah, special defenses. <laughs> how I make how, it dead. How we, yeah, uh, well, how it's not it, alive, but how we, how we make it stop work. Which is how we make it dead. Yeah. How we make it broken. How we make it broken. How do we give it the broken Defenses. Condition? How we make it broken. Defenses. The clockwork soldier possesses damage reduction. Knowing what overcomes its damage reduction is a separate question. They possess standard construct traits. Wait, here's the old laundry list. 
Immunity to all mind affecting effects, immunity to bleed, death effects, disease, necromancy effects, paralysis, poison, sleep effects, and stunning, not subject to ability, damage, ability drain, fatigue, exhaustion, energy drain, or non-lethal damage. Cannot heal on its own, immune to any effect that requires a fortitude save that does not also affect objects. It also has a weakness, and since that was just the construct traits you gain, I'll let you choose either the weakness or the damage reduction your choice. Do you vote? I vote DR, but that's I just melee. This, but All right, Heather. Weakness or DR? Both are going to help. I'm not helping. I would, I, would, I would rather know. There you damage. go, Heather. Way to play a Sudi in this role. I would, ra- oh, I would no. rather know it's damage reduction. <laughs> right, DR wins. Yeah, but what? No. i just go for it. I'll figure out a weakness if there's do, one. Do what makes your heart happy. I'll get yeah, to roll again. Maybe she'll get to roll. Maybe she'll roll better. Who knows? That's true. Okay, then I'll go DR. I start with an 18. It possesses a five damage reduction that can only become overcome by adamantine weapons. Dang it. Where's Octavius? Where's my, I was going to say one, where's Octavius? But also, where's my adamantine uh, fisticuff gloves? Out in the uh, the market you didn't visit. <laughs> didn't you your, fists, didn't your fists eventually count as adamantine, but you had to be a higher level monk? I have to be a higher level monk, yeah. yeah. You made your bed. Now you lie in it. Yeah. Uh, well, so you have one more question remaining. Oh, I guess I could ask both. You could, yeah. Why not both? Weakness. <laughs> clockwork soldiers are comprised of extraordinarily complex clockwork designs and therefore possess a vulnerability to electricity. <laughs> they take double damage from any electrical source. Sorry, uh, double dum- damage is not the case. They take fifty uh, percent more damage from any electrical source. Guess who took electric arc or uh, lightning arc? Nice. Me, but it's one target, whatever. You can still use it, I think. At the, I can. Right? At the moment, as far as Citra is concerned, it is just standing there like a statue. I was going to say, the okay, other good. one's wound down, and it's the one that's supposed to take care of all the others. This one might not even be active. Great, we just leave Possibly. It. Can I make a perception check to see if it's still functioning? Like, do you hear any humming? It, or At the very least, it seems to be standing utterly in stock still. There's a, another clockwork statue in here, but he looks much more dangerous. All right. Um... I don't know if he's actually working or not. Is he they're, moving around? Well, I've heard of these, and they're very, very dangerous, like, actually dangerous, and um, vulnerable to electricity. So it's, huh. uh, I don't know if we should risk stepping inside or not. Why don't you just peek your head in there? Yes, but then what if it hits me? Well, then we'll hit it. <laughs> How big is the room beyond? How big is the room that it is in? Ten foot square. It is a small room. Okay. Let me look. All right. We shuffle. <laughs> we, we, you make another perception roll to see if it notices, or a stealth roll to see if it notices you. Hollis, if you want, you can make me an Aldracana. Aha! Wow. I guess Sugar could, too. Good Good wow, <laughs> bad wow? Sugar, not so wow. Not so wow, but enough to aid me. I get a 38. Wow. Wow. Well, I rolled that, an 18. <laughs> that is, in fact, wow-worthy. Yeah. You know everything that Citra knew, and have an additional two questions that you may ask pertaining towards it. Special attacks, what does it do to hurt us? Hits us real hard. Probably. <sighs> well, unfortunately, so Heather might remember this. I don't think anyone else here would. Back in the day in 3.5, they used to have these charts in the front that would give you like strength score and then have you have like an equivalent where like 10, average human, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. 30, red, great red worm, all the rest of that thing. Uh, so first off, the first thing I'll throw out this is that this thing is... Sh- Considering that your character is probably has some experience with desert creatures, you know that this thing physically possesses strength in excess of a boule. Oh, damn. Wow. The noble uh, boule. Like the noble boule of the desert. Uh, wow. Which, for those of you who are not familiar, are basically 15 
foot long land sharks of cuteness yeah they're pretty they're, amazing they're, they're really cute looking but they're like literally deadly, deadly. they're like, death machines yeah this thing possesses strength outstripping that wow uh, in addition to it's that it's gonna hit really hard is what I'm hearing I'll put this in yeah the clockwork soldiers have specially designed hands that can easily grasp and lock into weapons and objects a soldier can attempt to disarm or grapple as a standard action without provoking attacks of opportunity and receives a plus two bonus on disarm checks. Wow. In addition, it receives a plus two bonus on combat maneuver defense against attempts to disarm it. Well, so, good, good, so it will just rip your me. weapon out of your hand. Good news for me is it would have to literally dismember me to well, it will literally rip your arm off. Good news. <laughs> well, hey, hey, he said it can take weapons. He didn't say it has like surgical hands that chop off your hands. Yeah, it also takes eyes. <laughs> why? Why, you gotta go why? Why does it have to have that ability? <laughs> uh, yeah, those are those are its special. It's not really a special attack, but I did want to point out that it is obscenely strong. Wow! <laughs> Great. Uh, okay, question. I guess qualities. Yeah. Qualities. Okay. It has three special qualities. Yeah. Uh, one of which would probably make you a little bit nervous as you look in towards it. Oh God. Uh, first off, it has what is referred to as efficient winding. The clockwork soldier can function for two days per hit die every time it's wound. Which, to your experience, means that this thing can probably function for the better part of two weeks longer, probably, huh. once it's wound. Longer than the other thing? Longer than the other one. It also has proficiency with all simple and martial weapons, so not much of a concern. The thing that probably makes you nervous is a clockwork soldier can place itself on standby as a standard action. While on standby, a clockwork soldier cannot move or take actions. It remains aware of its surrounding with a penalty on perception checks. Time spent on standby does not count against the soldier's wind-down duration. Uh, a soldier can exit standby as a swift action if it does so... To initiate combat, it gains a plus four racial bonus on its initiative check. Wow. Effectively, it is it readies its action forever. Wow. Is there a passageway beyond this room? What is in no, this, this room? No, this room just dead ends. What's in here? Just him? It looks like it's just him. Yeah, okay, screw this. Let's go. <laughs> I yeah, okay, but there's, I mean, there's that part of me that has that itch that's like, this is where the secret door would probably be. Hollis is going to detect magic into that room real quick. There's a single magical source. Is it the sword? It's a talbert. It's oh, you said it had a kopesh. Hmm? No, sorry. It's, it has. Does it kopesh? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah it, it's carrying a halberd. You can make a spellcraft. That's oh, okay. I'll make loot. a spellcraft. Oh, a thirty-five. Wow, I rolled a seventeen. Apparently, today's a good day for me. It's a plus one halberd. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we probably don't want to go in there on account of, unlike our librarian friend, these guys can put themselves on standby. It's like they're kind of like waiting on something to happen, but it doesn't go against their power life for lack of a better term. But do we want it to be potentially attacking behind us? It doesn't seem to be activated. It may have some sort of guard, guard this room. Although, if it is guard this room, you imagine there'd be something in that room. I will let the party make an intelligence roll. Okay. <laughs> well, yikes. I got an 11 because I rolled a 5. I rolled a 5 and got a 5. I rolled a 16 and got an 18. Good. Thank God somebody rolled well. <laughs> yeah, gracious. And yours rolled an 11 and got a 12. Oh. We're yes. not smart about this. Yeah. I can't believe I've been rolling so well. And then, be smart, Hollis. Nah. Five. Yeah, this is your time to shine. Well, hey, I knew what it was. I knew things. I didn't even have to drink to know them. I'm going to pass that down. See. There message. Up, up. Hmm. Okay. If I had to guess... I would say that he was supposed to wake up if we set off that alarm spell at the beginning. Ah. Ah. But he may have other orders. So I say leave him be. Okay. 
Yeah, both Citra and Hollis are well well aware that unlike the uh, Clockwork Servant, who can sometimes be intelligent, these are never intelligent. Yep. They must follow an extraordinarily strict code of mechanical conduct, which means that it may very well be that if the alarm spell goes off, they go on a patrol to kill anything that triggered that alarm spell. Yeah. So on and so forth. Which also meant that that's a uh, that alarm spell is probably one of the verbal or the audible alarms and not the it notifies the caster. Well, I guess it has to do that mentally, and these things do not have minds. Exactly. All right. Well, I don't see nothing magic in there except for its halberd, which is a plus one halberd, which is like whatever. Unless y'all need a plus one halberd. <laughs> uh, my slightly magical halberd. It's like barely magical. It has a faint <laughs> transmutation aura on it, I believe. Mm. I mean, I don't particularly need one, so... You don't I, don't, I don't know how to fight with the halberd. Let's just move on, then. In fact, no one here has martial weapon proficiency. <laughs> Weirdly, yes. All right, I guess there's probably not a secret door or anything in there. Well, if there is a secret door, perhaps we can find it going the other way. It's also possible that we might be able to just walk in there if we haven't technically activated it. Yeah, that, you know what a boule is? I've heard the stories. They're big old... Very strong desert shark top things. Right. Yeah, it's stronger than one of them. Okay, we move on. <laughs> it could wrestle the noble boule to the ground with its bare mechanical arms. That would be an interesting. Imagine match. its disarm check. <laughs> oh, also, it can steal your stuff, but I guess, you know, you don't have yeah. stuff. Kopesh, yoink. Kukri, yoink. <laughs> Hand, yoink. Yeah. <laughs> I need that. Yes, yep. to say, we gotta stop taking Sudi's limbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're not entering in this room, the only way to go is back. All right. Back it is. Okay. You can backtrack. You can continue down the hall. There's an archway on your right-hand side. And then after that is the other hall, which mirrors the one that you just came down. Archway. Yeah, let's do the archway. Okay. Reaching the archway, glancing in as Citra does. Like you do. There's not really even a hall here. It's just a wide archway that leads into a larger room. From where you stand to the opposite side, you'd say maybe about 30 feet across, give or take. It, however, is taller than that. It stretches up a short distance with a uh, ring of solid stone pillars which supports a white domed ceiling above the circular rotunda. Along the perimeter of the rotunda, shelves are crammed with crumbling papyrus scrolls and clay tab- tablets which stand behind iron mesh doors set into the surrounding walls. Is there anything in there besides, you know, obviously what's been described? Like anybody? Not that you immediately see. Let's gl- let's at least enter and take a quick glance around. Yeah, it looks like another. We're gonna have area. to come back here to do some research, but we need to find Kelru. Well, it's mainly just look to see if there's anything of value as we continue kind of clearing this area out. You make your way into the room. Yeah, it's a room. Anyone that wishes to may make me a knowledge uh, engineering or a perception check. Engineering. Engineering. Hey. I got an eight for an eighteen. I rolled a fifteen for a twenty-five. Nice. A seven for a twenty perception. Also nice. On yours rolls a perfect twenty and gets a thirty-three on his perception. Also nice. Very nice. On, on her it gets a sixteen. Okay. Mine well, was engineering, right. by the way. Didn't specify. Yeah. Which is good because they're actually two separate things. I also did engineering, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You all make your way into the room, circle around the outside. You're going to guess that the builders of this place anticipated that anyone who broke into here would either be stopped by the other guardians or or if they could get past the other guardians strong enough to not be stopped by locks. As these various wire, these various metallic gates, which kind of cordon off small alcoves off of the central room filled with clay tablets and such, are not locked. Yeah, there's no, there are no creatures in here. There's nothing else in here. There's no sign that anything has been in here. Or at the very least, on yours can tell that there's no sign that 
judging by the dust accumulation, you see no sign of tracks or any movement. Huh. Sudi, you also see no sign of tracks or any movement. You're not even really looking. You're just kind of, you know, your companions are looking around. You have an eye out for danger. You look around, you see the pillars, you kind of glance up towards the ceiling. The dome overhead has a beautiful depiction of Nethys seemingly soaring through the clouds, with beautiful white clouds on one side providing soft rain for golden fields of grain, and then dark clouds off towards his opposite side with lightning bolts striking and setting fire to villages. Mm. Like you do. Yeah. So pleasant. (laughs) On brand. There is something wrong with that dome. Like, wrong in what way? Well, we're it's, underneath a bathhouse, and this is a high ceiling with a dome. Yeah. Also, its its proportions are wrong. It's it's not the proper size that it should be for this chamber, judging by the outer walls. And the pillars, while they're supporting it, are designed and spaced in a way that would support a larger dome. Okay, that's weird. Huh? What's the, weird? The dome up there. This built this room, the way that it's constructed with the pillars, is for a much larger dome than what I'm seeing. Is it another illusion? I don't know. I can't really tell. Detect magic, which I don't know if can tell or not, but whatever. No, more likely not anyone that would go through the trouble of making a permanent illusionary wall would probably go through the trouble of making it permanently not detectable um, by detect magic. Can on her fly up there and disbelieve? Yeah, go ahead and make me a wolf. Oh god, it's not actually a dome; it's just on your on your. <laughs> well, I mean, I imagine he kind of flies up there, and you know, tap po- tap tap taps. He has a pretty decent will save. He gets a twenty. Yep, he flies up, smacks into the dome. He doesn't smack down. into it. <laughs> it's pretty solid. Oh, so it's not? It's an illusionary like dome. Well, either that or on hurt failed his will save. Yeah. Huh. It seems solid. Weird. I mean, I guess if you're trying to. Need if you want more space to put things like that would be difficult to find, I guess, but it'd be hard to access. Like, do we see a ladder or anything that you could use to get up to the dome? I mean, you could feasibly climb the grates if you wanted to, or climb up the pillars. None of it's going to be particularly easy for anyone that isn't Sudi. All right, well, Sudi's Sudi's going to go up and uh, climb around there and just see. Mechanically, it's a yeah. Mechanically, it's a DC twenty. Um. Yeah. I mean, I can do that. Yeah, because you get your plus eight racial bonus in your climb checks. So, um, yeah, I haven't actually put any ranks in climb. So, I mean, I've gotten eleven, but that means it's possible so you, for me to take well, ten and get a twenty-one. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're surprisingly not that great at climbing. <laughs> well, I just I bothered it, putting it, ranks yeah. in it. So yeah. You grew up in Wati, where the buildings are all small. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, you dig in your claws uh, between various. That's the the pillars that are constructed of like the circular blocks, and mm-hmm. they've settled a little bit. So there's just enough of like a gap a couple millimeters here and there for you to dig your nails into and scale your way up the side of this until you reach the dome. Yeah, you're up here. All right, uh, so I rolled disbelieve or whatever. Yeah, you can push your hand against it if you so wish. I make a will do, save. and make a will save. If a 20 didn't do it, I have not a great chance of disbelieving this. Really? Your dice is... My dice tower is... It goes there, you weirdo. It actually doesn't. It actually goes over here. Actually, okay. So I roll a 15 for a 23 to disbelieve. No, it's solid. Huh. You can make me a perception roll, though. Can I notice a secret door? Oh, that'd be interesting. Is it, um... Uh, uh, it's sound-based. Sound-based? Cool. All right, so that's I'm going to do the thunk thunk and hear probably hear a, hear a hollow sound. All right, um, so that's going to be 16. Hey, so I roll a 13 for a 30. You push on this, kind of thunk your fist a little bit against it. There's a, there's a solid sound, but there's something odd to it. It's like this is thick plaster, not stone. 
and it sounds like there might be a cavity behind it. Hey. A cavity filled with something, though. Like, you hear a very faint movement. It's like weird. Kind of like maybe some sort of gravel or detritus shifting. Uh-oh. That doesn't actually sound good. But no, I mean, it seems solid. Unless you want to attack it. Mm. We're under a bathhouse. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a good way to flood this whole area. <laughs> I feel like it's so, like a security measure. Like to, oh, that you would could rather, collapse it? Yeah. yeah, that you could collapse it so that the knowledge would be lost? Oh, that's very antithetical. That seems, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll this come place back. has been neglected so long that the some of the scrolls in here are rotting. Yeah. yeah. So okay. She's so, a bad hacha. Yeah. Well, I'll, uh, she's a bad high priest of nothing. Well, she may have inherited the mess too. But um, okay. So studio climb back down, and we'll like that'll be like maybe the last thing we do on our way out. Maybe. Well, we don't mess with it. <laughs> so I guess you guys, uh, Sudi clambers his way back down. Yep. Shrugs. Hmm. I do know someone that could help us. But I'm hesitant to bring them in. Who? For like engineering? Who is that? My father's specialty is dome restoration. Oh. So he'd be able to maybe fix this if it's... Or figure out why its proportions are different, like you said. Uh, Yeah, but... I mean, you'd be involving your parents and... I know. Maybe after we find Kelru and settle all this business with the Atya. Maybe. We're going to have to come back here. This obviously has information pointing towards Chesasek's tomb. If yeah. nothing else, I could just explain it and see if he has a theory, and then maybe later bring him in. Oh, all right. He's the best in the city, though. What would all of you like to do? Well, I don't want to mess with the dome yeah. that, that may yeah, or may not like be underneath a bathhouse. I fireball the dome. No! <laughs> you could be listening to the sounds of rats scuttling around up there. Or <laughs> this we, pool of like, water just drops down and all these people in like swimsuits come splashing. <laughs> <laughs> this wave. Oh my god. The clockwork soldiers all wake up. <laughs> they, just start, they start wading through the water, slaughtering everyone. Slaughtering everyone inside. Oh my. Yep. <laughs> following morning, you know, the hot you're sitting there. It's like, so there was a massacre in a bathhouse yesterday. Exactly what have you people been up to? Uh, <laughs> we weren't dead. I don't know what you're talking about. We don't take baths. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Sudi uh, hates water. Sudi does hate water. I will point out, you guys have on record that you were taking a bath after every one of your training dates for seven days straight. True. I True. Was, I was oh, yes. It wasn't this bathhouse, though. Yeah. Why would we be on this bathhouse? We did the one that was closer to our... Um, Training room. Hollis is training the world's room. least sanitary elf. Just gross. No. <laughs> Dirty elf. Hollis you. Is not she gross. just smells like sweat and leather. I, I guess we're just going to leave this room alone for now. Yeah. And yep. I guess we'll check that last hallway. You exit out of this chamber. You make your way down the hallway, past the various hieroglyphs, turn here. The hallway is the same length as the previous one, turning at the end and leading into a small chamber that is 10 foot square containing a single statue-like figure oh, resplendent in armor with a halberd in hand. Oh, look, another one. Seemingly quietly waiting. However, I will let the party make a perception roll. Well, actually, no. Who's up at point? Uh, Citra. Citra is. Who's falling behind Citra? Me. Sudi and Citra can make a perception roll. Okay. Sight-based. Oh. This is the third seven I have rolled today. Get some new dice. Hey, I'm rolling out. Uh, Jordan took all your luck. Yep. Is it danger? No. Do I get my magnifying glass? No. 20. Every, every time you ask if it's danger, I hear that Carlos Danger song from... Danger! <laughs> <laughs> 
Danger. <laughs> from the Daily Show. Or <laughs> no, no, John Oliver. Yeah, that's John right. Oliver. <laughs> What's up, Danger? Actually, yeah. it was still the Daily Show, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Danger. That's what I hear. Yeah. Okay. Um, Don't okay. be a stranger. All right. <laughs> uh, so I roll a 17 for a 30, even with my one eye. So, Citra, you kind of, you nervously glance in the air, look over this thing. Previous experience with constructs haven't been great. <laughs> nope. Sudi, you look past, you know, standing up on your toes to look over Citra's shoulders, since I think she's taller than you. Uh, yes. I'm 5'4". Yeah. I'm 5'6". Yep. Yeah. You see the same thing. You see the same creature. Uh, you see it standing there, resplendent in its bronzed armor, carrying its halberd, and the soft glint of something in its other hand. Ooh. As you kind of lean in, you narrow your eye. Like eye grows wide as you stare into the room. It seems to be holding some sort of complex-looking metallic key. It's the wind-up for the other one. Maybe. And then it's just standing there. It looks like that one has something in its hand, other hand. All right. What is it? I don't know. It looks kind of like a key. Didn't you say that the other little librarian needed a key? Do we want to get the key? If we wanted to wind up the librarian and ask it? Whatever we were going to ask it. Um, well, we don't know if the librarian will be hostile, though. We also don't know if these things will wake up if we enter the room. I mean, that seems reasonable. It seems like it's guarding the key, though, right? Probably. I mean, that, seems, that seems like maybe what it's programmed to do if the other one we think might be triggered by the alarm. So what do you think it'll do if we take the key? Sudi mimes a, like, chopping motion. <laughs> <laughs> now, you are aware that it is in standby. Which means that it does need to make a perception roll to even notice something going on around it. So if you're real stealthy-like, or as, if you are invisible I ain't got that prepared. And as Hollis pointed out earlier, they also take a penalty on their perception rolls while they're in standby. Uh, yeah, like sleeping. Well, I mean, You would then need yeah. to make a steel check, which would be a combat maneuver check. Yikes. You couldn't make a sleight of hand? Uh, it is... Oh, it has those special hands. Yeah, it's got grippy hands. You know, they don't specify that it's not palm size because sleight of hand only works for palm size objects. I would say you could probably make a sleight of hand. You had sleight also. of hand. I have a plus 10 bonus in it, but I was trying to put my thieving days behind me. Well, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Too bad. Time for a quick refresher before you go steal us that key. Yeah, that, that 10 check is probably going to be way better than anybody else's CD. It ain't thieving, it's archaeology, honey. I was trying to put my thieving days behind me. That's why I only have, I can only take 10 for a 20 on this check. <laughs> I got a little rusty. <laughs> Not that you could take 10. That thing would definitely be threatening you. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> well, I think that that uh, other one might be, it might have some sort of information that's helpful, but I don't know. So what's your uh, what's your stealth score, I guess, first, see if you can even get up there? Oh, so I have it there, Grab it and run yeah. back. I only used it once uh, today. Is steel considered an attack that would... It's like hand. you used it today. Uh, uh, earlier. I think I, she vanished I think sometime. I get it more than once, though. If you can vanish, go over there, steal the key, and come back, then we could do it without potential... Even a potential... Like, yeah, but, much potential for combat. Well, we need to come back and do research in this library. I don't know if the little clockwork dude's going to have any information that's going to help us with Kelru. It doesn't seem like the hot tea has okay. been down here. You yeah. are correct. It is two times per day. Caster level for this ability is equal to your rogue's level. So she's gonna so use it once. One per round day. per level, so I'm, so I can do it for five rounds. Yeah. And you haven't you haven't used it again today because you rested. You marked that off whenever you used it in the fight against the shadow. Uh, oh right, right. Pounds, but that's been a couple that's of days been, yeah. now. Okay. Oh yeah. So right. I actually have two. Yay! We just take the key and have it for when. If nothing we come else, back. yeah. If nothing else, it it prevents like say somebody like the Hachi or somebody from coming in and you know turning it back on. So I. 
I could probably get in there. I do have my vanish trick. I could disappear for a moment, grab it, and go. Oh, magic always solves all the problems. I mean, that seems <laughs> better than fighting this thing, considering how oh, strong it is. Oh, for sure. It's real strong. It really hurt I when don't it want hit y'all. Okay. Then Citra's going to disappear like she's got an invisibility cloak. Sweet. Okay. Sif, do it. Go ahead and make me a stealth check. And that's plus 20 if you're moving at full speed? Yeah, if you're moving at yeah. all. Yeah, okay. All right, I start with a 30. You have to be moving at half speed to not take a penalty on your stealth check, but you're also only moving 10 feet into the room. Ah, okay. It's a very small room. Didn't necessarily roll great, but I still got a 42. Okay, what'd you get on the die? I'm curious now. A nine. (laughs) Nice. Started with a 33. Rogues, indeed. All those skill points. Well, and high dex. And high dex. And high dex. It doesn't seem to have noticed you yet. Hey, steal it. All right, so it's a sleight of hand. It's probably a good sound. I like that it's a good sound. She's still going to pop it in the calculator to double check. Just to make sure. Just to make sure. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Well, because he still gets a perception roll. Yeah. I rolled a 19 for a 29. Uh Still stands stuck still. Slide it gently out into your palm. Take it run. For all the rest of you, you just kind of see. You see nothing until you see this like slowly slide out. And then you guess she pockets it because it's like the the whole thing where you know she opens it up and then you see it like slide into something invisible and then she closes her <laughs> her vest back. Then the invisible voice of Citra like chimes in next to Sudi. There's, there's a little part of me that like wants to put a pencil in. No, his oh, mouth. You, no, 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 don't. But do I'm that. not. But I'm not. But. My inner Indiana Jones wanted to switch it out. I was going to say, I thought you went with with the raven and not magpie over here. Like, (laughs) like, I've taken your treasure. I've replaced it with this rock. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, ravens wouldn't feel bad about that. I'm out. (laughs) No, it's just a shiny thing that you took and then ran off with. It's mine. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye. Like a bag of Doritos. I don't Uh, know. Ravens have been known to bring shiny things back to people who are nice to them. That's fair. There's a guy that trained the ravens to pick pockets. <laughs> Some guy in London trained ravens to like fly down and pick people's pockets while they're hanging out in the parks. Uh, nice. <laughs> he would then give the like, apparently just taught them that as a fun thing because he would then give them the wallet back, but just as like a it's a fun thing. And then people started giving him money for it because it was like a trick thing. So yeah. he was still getting money out of it, but he wasn't actually stealing from anybody. Oh, it was just a performance. That's hilarious. Weird. Anyway. Yes, I go back. I need you to make another stealth check. Let's get another probably pointless perception roll with that plus 20 that you have. If he wasn't going to catch you on the sleight of hand, he's not going to catch you on much. 46. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think Sudi hears you as you, you know, pop back no, up next to him. No, I, there's no way I could. Hollis is very startled. Doesn't Hollis have seen visibility right now? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Hollis is not startled. What the heck? Jessica was so startled her cans flew off. Ow! How did that happen? <laughs> you threw your head back and then they just flipped right off. But, uh, yeah, no, you see this entire thing. So you're That's true. Like, I've seen it the whole thing. And I'm just like, oh. No, you just see Sudi jump a little bit when she reappears. I guess you can't actually look into the room, like, but you do see her come back. Yeah, you see her come it. back, but you didn't, yeah. You're like, okay. All right. I got it. Nice. We know we're going to have to search this place for information on Chesasek, but this does not help us find Kelru. No, it doesn't look like he's here. I suppose we should meet with Falto and Azaz and see if they found anything in their search. And then we maybe need to do some... Oh, we're out of tea. That's unfortunate. We still have one. Oh, we have tea? Don't we? I can also, on on her, it can help me out ah, with that. Ah. We just have to 
Ask I possess for many magical powers. Yes, good. Oh, I can't understand him. <laughs> he, pops out, he pops out his chest. On yours, pats him. Sugar coos. <laughs> Make mm. sure it's like, this guy thinks that he's oh. better than he is, but I like him because he's dumb. <laughs> I lied. We do not magic. have tea. Huh? I lied. We do not have tea. Dang it. That's okay. fine. But I can well, use... The tea was good while it lasted. I can okay, use yeah. on her its ability to change it into divination, though. All right. Well, let's get out of here, huh? So I guess we'll uh, exit this place and make it look like close the door and we just we just bypass that trap, right? We didn't yeah. disable it. Yep. So we just found the bypass port. Yeah, you we'll can turn, turn it back on. Back on yeah, it. let's turn it back on. So if the hot chick comes down, that's not off. Yep. <laughs> we'll turn it back on so if the hot chick comes down, hopefully she falls down the hole. <laughs> well, I mean that too, but I'm gonna assume she well, knows how to disable gonna, it. She's gonna know that her alarm spell's gone. That's fair. Well. Didn't you say, though, it looks like nobody's been down here for decades? Mm. Well, to some of the rooms. I don't no know. one's been into the rotunda for a long time. Okay. But I guess we're going to meet up with Falto and Azaz at the inn. You all make your way out, uh, blinking into the bright sun. It's just about... You're honestly only down there for about 45 minutes, maybe an hour or so. And so it's just about an hour past... Uh, so I think it was close to noon by the time you got out there. So we'll just say it's around, it's around noon cool. as you make your way back out. Lunchtime. So, yeah. You all step blinking back into the bright light of day. I guess set off in the direction of the docks is your plan? No, we were supposed to meet them at the inn. An inn. I'm no, the sure. inn of the desert, desert winds. Wind. Oh, one, okay. Yeah. I didn't remember us meeting at that inn, but... That's where Falto said to send the runner to that they'd be there if we found anything. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so I'm assuming that's where Falto and his ass are going to go when they finish their... Gather information checks. Okay. (laughs) All of you can mark off a uh, gold piece if you want to eat some lunch while you're there. Yeah. Yeah, I will when I can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are Azaz and Falto there when we get there? No. Uh Uh-oh. They've been kidnapped too now. Can we send uh, Unhurt out after them? Um, Might take Unhurt a while. I mean, it's a big city. Yeah. He knows they're supposed to be at the docks. Yeah, I mean, you could send them out to... He has... Seek and heal, and now he has an intelligence of three, so he can understand basic commands. He knows who Falto is. I mean, if you gave probably him a letter, he name. could probably find him. He has deliver. That's his new trick. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> so we don't have Isra messages anymore, but we have unhurt messages. So yeah. Nice. Aim. Aim. <laughs> <laughs> unhurt instant messages. Yeah. Um, I, I feel the need. Just to differentiate the Isra messages, to call them missives instead of messages. Yes, unhurt yes. missives. But yeah, Onuris will write a note to Falto and his ass telling them to come back to the inn, and then we'll send Unhurt out. Okay, go ahead and make me a survival check for Unhurt. Survival? He's got yeah, to survive. He's got to hunt them down. <laughs> yep. His perception is much better, but... Well, yeah, but perception covers okay, like he if you're rolls looking. an 18 and gets a 21. There you go. <laughs> Yay! Okay. There's a high chance of success then. Yeah, on her it goes out. He delivers the message. Takes him about an hour or so. Mm-hmm. He comes back. He expects food. I give him food. Yep. He's a very good bird. He is a very good bird. Does I he look- get human food or is he on a special like birdie diet? I mean, he's gonna eat meat. He's a yeah. he's a raptor. Yeah, he prefer you to order it rare, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I look around for uh, scrying. Doodads with my sea invisibility. Oh, yeah, because you can actually see the scrying orbs. No, and after, by the time that on her it returns, it's been close to about two hours since you cast that. Okay. It's close to around two or so in the afternoon by the time that Falto and Azaz make their way back in. Neither of them looks the worse for wear as they make their way over 
Falto settles down in a seat next to Citra, and Azaz sits down and fidgets a little bit impatiently. Were you able to find anything? No, were you? No. Magic time! <laughs> no, we... I mean, we checked around the docks. We asked some questions and such. We didn't see much of... We did find out something interesting, but it doesn't seem to help us finding Kelru. Well, what is it? Just that a person matching Kelru's description purchased some magical crossbow bolts some time back. Like the ones that we found on the roof? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Kelru's been looking out for us. No, well, yeah, but that means that the Hachia did have something to do with that. Oh, no, I thought when you said the roof, I thought you meant the ones that uh, were fired at the uh, Yes, which the means sphinx. the Hachia has something to do with the Sphinx landing. Oh. On. Yeah, I meant or, the, I, that, yeah. Excuse me. Or it was just coincidence that the Sphinx landed on the roof and Kelru just was like, oh, there's a Sphinx on their roof and that, shot that it. That seems abnormal. <laughs> yeah. That shouldn't be there. All right, well, it's time to use some magic to see if we can uh, divine where our friend is. If not, our only other option is going to be uh, being more direct. I mean, if you're hiding somebody and you're connected to the church, I imagine there's secret places in that church you can hide people. Yeah, but if we can't divine it, then we're, our only other option is to go ask them, and ask them may mean, you know, persuade them. As as nods, there are literally scores of libraries across this entire city. Precisely. And most people don't even know other than the the central one other than the spiral archive underneath the the library where any of them are yep so we may be doing some more library hunting i'm a little sick of doing that well this is for a rescue message not i mean true true i don't have any divination magics i do our best friend here on yours certainly does because he is a magic boy (laughs) yours gives you kind of a strange look let's return to the palace then this isn't an ideal place for casting of such spells. Oh, for sure. True. Yes, we go back to the palace. We've picked up a new retainer. His name is Zaz. Yes. <laughs> I'm serious. We rescue Kelru, and then they only need a fighter, and they have a party. Pretty much. <laughs> or, no, well, a they have a swashbuckler. Yeah. yeah. We could go find Arori or whatever. Not Arori. Adori. <laughs> we just go find the god Arori. Adori, and, <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, there you go. Just yeah, say this big right. power mismatch with Arori in the fight. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess... We'll head back to the palace and... Basically one punch, man. I'm going to cast a divinate... Oh, my God. Jordan oh got it. God. <laughs> I Dude, did two after a second. That is exactly... That is what, exactly what That's also kind of what I think that Caden was like, because he's just like, ah, nothing's difficult anymore. Oh, my God. I just, like, one-hit everything. No. Dang it. Um, and I will cast a divination spell, trying to uh, you ask all, where Kelru is. You all make your way out. Uh-oh through the dense pack city streets and navigate your way back in the direction of the Palace of Gentle Reeds. The guards at the front gate watch all of you approach. It seems like Mom and Offer is having another one of her gala things where she has a whole bunch of nobles and merchants and such out yeah, hanging around with her giant menagerie by the edge of the river and her big river barge and all the rest of that, doing her, uh, her hostess kind of thing. The guards let the six of you pass and you're almost to the structure before a figure begins to approach all of you. Ooh. One that you immediately recognize as the tall, muscled form of Kabek. He gives all of you a nod, looks curiously over... Um, I think he's met Falto in passing, but never Azaz. I mean, this is the first time we've really hung out with Azaz, so... <laughs> yeah. This is... I, I guess he's our friend. Let's, let's, let's call him our friend, because it'd be weird if we don't. Ally. Um, Apprentice. <laughs> Maybe for you... I, well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. He nods as he approaches closely. 
Good afternoon. Kavak, hello. I was hoping I could perhaps have a moment of your time. Um, all right. Something with your friend guest? No, no, nothing there. He glances over towards Azaz. Azaz is... This is Azaz. Azaz, this is Kavak, another one of our associates. He's fine. Ah, um... Come with us. I want to sense motive on Kavak. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. I put a bunch of ranks in it. I'm ready. Hey. I got a 24. I I rolled a 17 for a 30. I rolled a 3 for a 9, so I see nothing. On yours gets an 18. Yeah, the lady's... He's being shifty in that he's obviously does not want anyone to overhear and seems to be very suspicious of Azaz. Yeah, there's something weird there. Azaz is with the Church of Nethys. Yeah, it's, it's true. That. I guess let's just go inside to Onyurus's room. It's big. There's enough room for all of Aren't us in spellcasting. Yeah. yeah, but Onyurus needs to be comfortable when he does his magic. That's true. <laughs> and he's most comfortable in Onyurus's borrowed bed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's just, his, just, it's that's his probably hotel room. just the place Onyurus would walk. You know, it's like, yeah. you know. We go. We'll do it in the room closest to Mom and Offers. She's, She's not there. Party. Party. I mean, that's true. Kabek follows you up there. For those of you who made the higher sense motive check, so Citra Hollis, you know, he seems to kind of watch the corners almost as you make your way through. Ooh, that's weird. The corners? You know, as if, like, like if you're stepping you... into a room, checking the corners to make sure no one else is there, yeah. keeping an eye on the surrounding tapestries. That always makes me think of the Hounds of Tendalus. I know. So I was like, yes. <laughs> but no, it's also it's also like the SWAT teams and, and check your corners. Yeah, military do the same thing. You make your way into the room. Once everyone's inside, on yours would lock it. Yeah. Azaz begins to kind of pace off towards the side. You know, Falter does a little ooh when he notices that there's a silver platter full of grapes that has been <laughs> dropped off. Goes over there and pops a couple grapes. I love that they that they waste the food to put it there just in case we came yeah, back early. Yeah, just on yours. What if you come back in your little peckish? Yeah. yeah. Hollis, why don't you cast that whisper spell of yours? I can, because I have one spell slot. And now yeah. it's not at a post school. Give me one minute and she'll prepare that. What is the radius on that spell? So that's a good question because there's a lot of us now. Cloak of Secrets. Five foot radius emanation centered on a point in space. So Is there like a table in this room? Yeah, because if there's like a little fight, we can all huddle around a little. Or, you know, a couple people could be outside of the radius. Mm. But yeah, Well, if, that, if you're out of the radius, though, don't you just not hear it? If you're out of the radius, you're not protected by the effect of the spell. I thought it was to prevent people from, like, being able to look in and... It creates a bubble uh, that disguises lip movements to match the false conversation. Any creature listening has to make a sense motive check to realize that the conversation doesn't make any sense uh, that they're seeing. It also obscures verbal components of spells cast in the area. You can make a check to see through it. Uh, And then any language-dependent spells or effects within the bubble are ineffective outside the bubble. Okay. Is, there, is there a little table or something we could all sit at? Why don't we all just sit in the bed? On your shoes, everyone towards the table. <laughs> but grapes. We can bring the grapes. Okay, I bring the grapes. Okay, so the seven of you crowd around a five-foot table, leaning your heads in. Well, the birds don't need to be in. We'll, like, shoo them out. No, it's it's seven, not counting the birds. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Paltos here. Yep. All right, we I'm all cuddle. You cast the spell. Do we want Kabak to know about Kelru? Right now, we're just listening on what Kabek has to tell us. He's yeah, the one that's being all okay. paranoid. All right, okay. so I cast my spell then. Yeah, that's more for his benefit. Your spell. My spell. You seem to be concerned that someone might be following you or listening. The spell should help. Yes. Um, he still kind of glances across towards his ass, back towards you. I have concerns pertaining towards the 
the church. At this point, I think all of us do. I didn't think that was new. The situation has changed. What's happened? The church has attempted to break into my home. Oh. Why would they want to do that? Specifically, I do not know. I've lived in the city peacefully for many years. However, I have not done much to hide my association with all of you. Mm. I attempted to contact you a few days past, but I was told that you were otherwise engaged. Who did you try to contact us through? I asked the guards at the gate to the palace here, and they told me that you had not returned from your excursions. Oh, because oh, yes. we were, yes, we were. We were gone for several days. It was during this time that these Nethians attempted to break into my home. And you're positive it was them and not somebody else? I was able to, shall we say, convince one of them to Mm. uh, set aside his weapons and speak with me. But his loyalty to his church outstrips any loyalty he may have otherwise. Did he tell you anything of use? Only that he was told to come and retrieve me. And that if I were to surrender, that no harm would come to me. That's two people that we know that they were trying to take. Hmm. But that still doesn't answer our question of where. Where are they keeping... Where were they planning on taking... Did you figure out where they were planning on taking you? I could only assume back to the temple, to the Hatya herself. Hmm. But specifically, no. I had not been able to determine where they wanted to take me. Is the person you questioned still at your estate? No. I told him to return back to the temple. Have they tried anything since then? As of the moment, no. I am concerned now. Is the situation escalating? I was unaware precisely why the Hatya seems to be so angered with you, but now she seems to be attacking any associates of yours as well. Hmm. Anybody try to take you, Falto? No. Someone tried to steal my purse. Was his name Neef? No, no. Just a bunch of guys. I don't know. Four? Five? Four or five tried to steal... <laughs> well, yeah, so, I mean, they jumped out. I parried the first one. I knocked the blade out of the hand of the second one. I grabbed his dagger in midair and then threw it towards a third. And then one of them tried to throw a pot at me. So I slid underneath that one and then sprung up. <laughs> and I cut this rope line that was supporting this, uh, this bag or something, grabbed onto it, and shot up on top of the rooftop. <laughs> So the answer would be yes, someone did try to kidnap him and he didn't realize it. Or attack him and steal his stuff. I mean, that ain't unheard of here. Yeah, I mean, they five gave up pretty people. Quick. They weren't magical. Were they? Did they cast any spells? Were they wearing black and whites or golden masks? Uh, a lot of people wear white around here. They weren't wearing masks. When was this? What, two or three days ago. <laughs> you know what? I bet he was trying to be kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it was, it's pretty incompetent, but... Well, I think you're just more competent than they expected. Thank you. Hmm. I'm not... Never mind. Um, <laughs> Alright, so they're trying to get our associates, presumably to try to get to us, which almost makes me think that we might be walking into a trap if we try to get Kelru back. We can't just that might leave be their intention. Him. Well, no, I'm not saying we leave them, but that might be their intention. We could just walk through the front door and ask what's up. I was going to say, would it be completely out of the question to ask for a, an audience with the Hatia? I mean, what if she's not involved with any of the cult stuff? It could be very dangerous. Well, no offense, but I think just being in this city at all is dangerous for us at this point. The Hatya would not agree to meet you at the place outside of her seat of power. Which means we'd be walking into the uh, Viper's Nest. We need to check on your parents. 
Oh my god, we need to check on my parents. They don't know that they're your parents. You've made a she point not things. to talk to them, and they've never. The first night we were here, we had dinner with them. Yes, but we haven't been back since. No, but we had lunch with them at the temple. Yep. When did what? Yeah. Yeah, not at the temple, but at the library. The library, yeah. but so we've been seen with them, and they were watching us the minute we walked in this town. Yeah. My much. concern is whether or not any of us are safe at this point. Oh, assume not. Hmm. Okay, but um. I- I really need to go check up my parents now. I think we should go tr- do that. All right. Why don't we have some of... Well, there's like a million of us right now. <laughs> why don't some of us stay here and some of us go check on your parents? Are you willing to help us at this point, Callback? Of course. In fact, I was going to offer any assistance I could. I've been doing my best to keep an eye out. I feel... I've felt eyes upon me. Magical scrying, I believe. As have we. We have seen the same thing. I want to sense motive. Yeah, I was going to say, I do want to sense motive again. Although I rolled a 2 and got an 11, so. I rolled an 11 and got a 17. I rolled rolled an 18 and got a 31. I think he's telling the truth or whatever. I mean, Citra, you feel like he's being kind of evasive about something or just kind of glazing over something? Are you sure you've told us everything that is important? I have in my past delved into... A great deal of information. My departure from the Church of Nethys was not completely amiable. You mentioned that before. As such, it's possible that it may not be related to your situation. They may simply be attempting to remove me for my previous indiscretions. But it seems like no small coincidence that you had arrived when you did and that now I am being pursued much more so. Sense motive. Oh, yeah, okay. I just want to make sure he's telling me everything. I don't have sense motive. 27. Yeah. You don't get the feeling that he's saying everything, but he's, you do feel like that is closer to the he's truth. He's never told us what he did to upset the church. I mean, that's mm-hmm. his business, yeah. really. Alright. I'm going to cast my spell... All right, so who's staying and who's going? I'm going. I'm going to go with Citra. I'll go so you have a caster. We're going without our healer, though, and I'm kind of, eh, about that? I can use a wand. I don't think they're going to attack you in the street. Probably in the middle not. of the day. I mean, we hope not. Well, we'll go. We have the wand. I can probably make that check, or you can. Okay. That check. That's not but a I... thing in the world. I can probably use the wand if we need to, but... Like Onira said, the likelihood of us getting attacked in broad daylight is unlikely. Once we get inside, that's another story. I'm not even sure if you should actually enter the house, walk past, have Sugar investigate. If they see you enter, that's going to put your parents at risk if they aren't already. And won't they be at the library right now working on their restorations? It's the middle of the afternoon. I don't know what days they have off. We'll check both. It's a moon day. There's a caca. We we can do both. If I may. Unhurt. I've seen them before. Good point. I could fly from here and there and be back in under five minutes. Go check. Kaka. <laughs> <laughs> he gives a little birdie. He gives a little birdie salute. I assume we're sending the bird then. Yes. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Unhurt takes to the wing, flies out the open balcony door, disappears. Go ahead and have him make me a perception roll. Uh, seventeen. Okay. It's not his best. Go ahead and have him uh, make me a sense motive also. Oh, God. Right, right, Raggy. See if they're under duress. Fatty does much better on 20. Okay. So about 10 minutes pass, I suppose. Uh, Citra nervously pacing back and forth. Mm-hmm. 
Kalbeck keeping an eye on the surrounding area, Falto eating grapes and doing his best to try to assure Citra. Azaz also pacing impatiently back and forth before the bird flutters his way back in, lands on the back of one of the chairs. They appear to be at work. Appear? Oh, I I can't talk to him. There were women, like like the ones at the table when you came in the front of the library. The clerks. Hmm. More. Were they watching them? They were nervous, like a hare, when my shadow falls over them. The women were. Hmm. Kaka. Kaka. <laughs> Your parents are at work, though it seems like they may be being watched. What are the chances Mom and Afro would give them protection? I don't know. I feel like we've already asked a lot. I know. But how much do you seem... trust this mom and Afra? Mm-hmm. As glances back over towards all of you. Mm-hmm. More than I trust anyone else in this city right now. Uh, I trust I, no one in this city except maybe your parents are nice. Yeah, I don't actually trust her at all, but... Uh, let's get them out of the city. Where are they supposed to go? Uh, Lotsy seems nice. There may be a, a point to note there where the more that you've allied yourself with mom and Afra, the more you're putting all of the opponents of the Hatya into one place. Which would make it easier to attack directly. Yeah. I own an old abandoned farm near the edge of the city. Perhaps that would be safe as well. Isn't that where you sent the Medusa? No, I have multiple properties. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought he had like a mansion outside of town, so... Well, he lives in the city, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. but he also had like a manse or something outside something. of town. He has, a, he has a town house in the city. He has a manor, which is at the edge of the city, yeah. and he's got a couple of properties towards the edge of it because he said that he sent the Medusa out to one of his uh, his smaller estates. Mm. Mm. All right, so the question is, how do I get the message to my parents without it being incredibly suspicious? Beef. Oh, that is a good idea. Can we trust Neef to deliver the message, though? You give them enough gold, I'm sure they'll be willing to do anything. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, okay. Neef. Neef will do it. We'll have to All find right. him. Would that be putting Neef them. in danger? Them? Again, well, they may already be in danger. They did guide us to... Neef? Well, yeah, they did guide us. We've also had another dealing with them. So we've, we've talked to Neef twice now. This will be a third time. Which makes it seem like we have some kind of a connection to them. Right? Uh, perhaps I have a number of servants and such, I could maybe find one of them that would be able to provide some assistance. Or go on here, just fly in their window and leave a note? Would they trust a note that just appeared or was given to them by a falcon? They would if it's in their... They might if it's in their daughter's hand. I also possess magic that could allow me to appear as someone else. I will not be of much assistance to you if it comes to a fight against the Hatya. Uh. Hmm... Well, you said that, or unheard, said that they're fine right now. When does the workday end? Sunset. Sunset. <laughs> uh, how far away are we from sunset? Got about three hours. Yeah. All right, let's figure out where our friend is, and figure, and then we'll figure something out before sunset. Because right. if they're okay right now, they'll be okay until it's time to go home for sure. Yeah. So, Onuris will use the Totem Guardian ability that Onhurt has to convert one of his fourth level spells into a divination. Nice. And I'm gonna ask where. Kelru is. Where will we find Kelru? Oh, yeah, where will we find Kelru? Alive. What's Kelru's last name? <laughs> we have no idea. Does Kelru have a last name? Because some no. people don't. Because yeah. he was a commoner. I guess, but like, how do we make sure it's the right Kelru? I think Horace knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, Context just, clues. Yeah. yeah. You could, well, you could also just say Kelru, the priest of Nethys. Yeah. Or, Lover of his ass. That, that we met yeah. in Wati. <laughs> yeah. 
Kelly was Sothis is what they list him as in the book, but there are a lot of people of Sothis. Yeah. So. No, specify it's the one we've already met. Yep. <laughs> All right, brace yourselves for a riddle, everyone. Yeah, right. Riddle me this. Batman. Divinate, Batman. What is the percentage chance on divination? I think it's 70 plus 1% per oh, castle level. Right. Is that it right? Is, it is yes, to a maximum of 90, per, 90, so 79%. And I know if the spell fails. What is your question? Where will we find Kelru, the priest of Nethus, in... I don't want to say in Tefu, because he might not even be in the city. Lover of his ass. Oh my god. Where will we find Kelru, the priest of Nethus, our friend? I only know one dude named Kelru. That should be specific enough. <laughs> Okay. You know who I miss? The Viper. He would know. <laughs> you know what's bad is I made that I made that Viper's Nest comment. Nothing. Oh. I specifically chose the Butter term Vi- Viper's Nest to elude. So on yours, you settle down. Focus. Think you burn some incense? Nah, uh, incense. Worth 25 gold, yeah. Okay, so go ahead and mark off your 25 gold pieces and we'll say... We went down the hall and stole from mom and off her stash. I sure, mean, she has a lot of incense. <laughs> you know... You just contact one of the servants, have them bring up some incense. Yeah. Yeah. You focus, burning 25 one gold incense sticks. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's like a birthday candle. Yeah. It, it is smelling quite uh... incensey. <laughs> There's a lot of dragon's blood in here. Yeah. It's quite strong in here. Right now. Yeah. It smells like someone's trying to cover up some cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> Sooty. Um. <laughs> Why me? <laughs> it's catnip, I swear. Uh, <laughs> you settle in, feel this kind of cold come over you, and then this voice comes to you. North, within sight of the Sphinx, between the two dead palms. Knowledge geography? Sure. Yeah, that, that was is actually... That what it it. Give, is that what it gives me? That's what it gives you. Is that there was... Sphinx in this city? That we know of one. <laughs> All right. Knowledge geography. Assuming that you shared that with us. Yes. On yours would repeat. Azaz have knowledge geography. He's a wizard. I had a 29. Very nice. Not bad. I have geography because I travel. Not bad at all. I rolled a 13. Nope. Just history, arcana, and religion. Hmm. Uh, there's only one real thing that Hollis can take away from that. Palms could be anywhere. There are a variety of different trees, especially here with the sheer number of date palms. Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> although you would be able to note that north of here, you're following along the river, the River Sphinx. Ah. Uh, well, I mean, there's a Sphinx around here because that's the river. Often yeah, called just okay. the Sphinx. So it said within sight of the Sphinx. So within sight of the river. North. Yeah. North. north. Between two dead palms. Yeah. Could they also be palms like hands? Are there any big old statue hands out there? Not that immediately come to your mind, but... What about a local? You're from around here. You know anything about big old palms or dead palms? Do I? You know what? Actually, I will let anyone that wants to make me an old local. Go ahead and roll me it. Aw, oh, bummer. I only got a 20. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a dot 20 on my own question. Hey, there you go. 430. Nice. I mean, the only thing that you can think of is that if they're dead palms... The palms are a hardy tree. Mm-hmm. If they are dead... It's quite possible if someone just tried to create a date farm too far away from the floodplains. Oh. Oh. So it would be inland enough that the if it was not being tended, that the trees in the ground would have dried up and they would have died. Is there some sort of abandoned farm out there? Too far from the river to get enough water for the trees? 
but still close enough to see the river to the north of the city. There could be any number of them. Again, it doesn't specify how far north you're talking about. It's Mm. true. It didn't say six miles north. Yeah, Uh, Horace. Yeah, it never does. (laughs) It's actually more specific than we usually get. Last time it's just like, oh, here's a couple riddles. (laughs) Well. All right. More of a direction than we did have. So our options then are... I will contact your parents, and I will find a safe place for them, Citra. How far north of the city do they generally are the date farms? 10, 20 miles, perhaps. They switch sides of the river about 10 miles north. After that, you're getting closer to On. She wouldn't go to On. She ain't the Hatcha of that city. Mm-mm. Well, it's, it's weird to want to move outside of the city at all, because does she have jurisdiction outside the walls of the city? Well, and... Onirus isn't going to say the, like, uh, thing that he's thinking, because Azaz is here. Yeah, Kaldak yeah. probably catches your eyes, because he seems to be thinking maybe the same thing. We're going to find him with his head in the sand? Or he's going to be dead. He's going to be dead, dead, buried in some abandoned date farm. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, if you're going to take care of Citra's parents, yes. maybe you can also take care of Azaz. That way, there's two of you. Two spellcasters better than one, as far as protection. I- yes, of course. Azaz, it seems like you have a little more... Um, Evocation, as it were. Um, and don't necessarily take this the wrong way, hmm. but I don't really know the two of you as well as I know Falto. So I would prefer it if he accompanied you, just especially since he's also already met my parents. So if he needs to step in and help, he could. He's also quite handy with a sword. Yes, that too. It's also a familiar place for them. Yeah, I would be more than happy to. Of course, the more. In fact, if his if his stories of his own prowess are any evidence, I would be happy to have him in case the Nethians returned. He's quite capable from what my experience. Mm-hmm. He knows how to use a sword. Then right. it is decided, then. What uh, will the four of you do? We're going to head out and see if we can find some dead dates. Or dead trees, palms, That's, whatever. That will take some time. Yes, and it's the best we got. We can take our camels, right? You got two camels. We can maybe get another one or two. We could share two. Yeah. All right. So. I mean, I can dimension door, but it ain't got a long enough distance on it. You're capable of teleportation. Ah, uh, but I don't have it. Ah. Hmm. All right. So we need... I don't really know what we need to do. I, I don't know of any other way to maybe narrow it down. Not without confronting the Hacha herself. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that feels like dangerous, but something she wouldn't expect. I mean, I think I'd <laughs> You drop thing. in through a skylight, grab her. Where are they? <laughs> Swear to me. Swear to All me. Right, so, on her, it's fifth level conversion <laughs> spell is commune with nature. Oh, we can add some trees. It's only got a nine mile radius, though. Wait, wasn't there some old dwarf that knew everything about this place? More of the architecture, not ah, the... The local yeah. buildings, yeah. We need somebody who knows a lot about farms. They'd know if there was some farm out there, some crazy person that built it too far off the water, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, Maybe that's true. We could go ask him. His okay, name was... Can uh, I use this spell to find a date farm that's too far away from the river and it has just a bunch of dead trees? Because it says I can obtain up to three facts about those things... I mean, it specifically states that you gain three facts of the following. The ground or terrain, plants, minerals, bodies of water, people, general animal population, presence of woodland creatures, presence of powerful and natural creatures, or the general state of natural setting. I would say that falling under the category that plants, you could probably find dead palms. So that would maybe narrow it down for you some and that it's like there are dead palms in this area. Okay. 
So okay. we're pretty far into the city. I'm assuming it's more than a mile north to the wall. Yeah. So when we get to the northernmost part of the city, I will cast this. I will cast commune with nature. It's going to be nine miles. All right, we got to take north. our camels. Yes, they'll be faster. All right. You'll have to double up on them. Yeah, <laughs> we will. So I suppose then the lot of you prepare to go and try to find Kelru. The breakout team of Kabek, Azaz, Falto. and Falto. We need AKA a name for the part for that secondary party that's somehow building up. AKA the B team. Yeah. <laughs> AKA one swordsman and two spellcasters. <laughs> AKA cleric wanted. Yeah. They need a cleric. Yeah. We got. We'll find Kelru. It'll oh, be fine. Only Amina had come with us. I know. It's true. Set off, uh, you know, bidding all of you farewell as you go to mount your camels. The sun setting on the distant horizon as night has come. And we'll pick it back up here next time. Oh. 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 My poor parents. I know. <laughs> they're fine, they're fine. Although this is not wholly unexpected. I was kind of waiting for this. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mummy's Mask is copyright 2014. Mummy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.